The one he'd just had still shook him to his core. The woman in his vision had long black hair with bright purple streaks in it. While it was a strange combination, it worked for her. Her creamy white skin was so pale he'd have thought her a vampire had he not seen her in the sunlight in his vision. The image of her, the sun at her back, her smile wide, her gaze on him was now burned into his brain. She was quite possibly the single most beautiful woman he'd ever laid eyes upon. Her features were captivating. Her deep, chocolate-brown eyes were so dark they bordered on black, and her thick lashes had his attention returning to her gaze in the vision, again and again. He'd probably conjure that image of the woman in his mind whenever he stroked himself to get off. Stroking himself while thinking of her wouldn't be a hardship by any means. Pervert. His cock stirred to life and he had to adjust himself through his tan designer slacks. It felt good to be back in the clothing he preferred. He'd spent nearly a decade in faded, worn jeans and ratty shirts in an effort to blend in with the street element he'd been trying to assist. Since his return, he'd not been able to fly out to Seattle and check in on the street kids he'd taken under his wing. Over the years, he'd gotten many back on the straight and narrow, some getting degrees, and many were productive citizens. Some never assimilated. He couldn't blame them. All of the kids he'd mentored were supernatural in some regard, though most were ignorant of the fact. James had enough fay in his DNA makeup that he could sense a fellow magic. The shifter side of him allowed him to sniff out wares with ease. It saddened him to leave that world behind, but he'd not totally abandoned it. Years ago, he'd set up safety nets, a system that, should something happen to him, would ensure the supernatural youths on the streets would still be looked out for. That was a good thing, since James had been taken captive and tortured for nearly a year. One of the street kids he'd personally taken under his wing, Inara, had recently mated to a former PSI op, paranormal security and intelligence operative, who now worked for the Immortal Ops branch. Aiden Daly was a good guy. James had known for years that Inara was destined for Aiden. James's gift of foresight had told him as much. Inara had also taken to drawing pictures of Aiden before she'd ever met him, so there was no room for misinterpretation. They were supposed to be together. He couldn't help but feel a tiny bit jealous, even when he was elated for them. He'd always longed for a connection like they shared, a mate of his own. There was no use hoping. With as old as he was, the odds were stacked against him that he'd ever cross paths with the woman made for him. He accepted that, even if he didn't like it. Inara was now safe and mated to a good man. That was what truly mattered. James had seen her in a fatherly light and was pleased she was now off the streets and with a man who could protect her. You've failed her, he said out loud. James's temper surfaced again, threatening to overtake him, and he kicked one of the stools near him, sending it skidding across the floor of the lab. He hated himself for being such a fool, for being caught off guard and for being captured in an attempt to keep Inara safe. While he'd been successful at that moment in time, keeping her from falling into the enemy's hands, he'd gotten himself captured instead, and Inara had later been taken by the same men who'd held him prisoner. Thankfully, she'd ended up safe and sound. You should have held on to your rage back then, 
he thought, remembering the time before he left PSI. A time when he would have never been taken captive with such ease. A time when his temper ruled supreme. He would have fared better when he was ambushed had he allowed himself to simply lose control, but he hated that side of himself. After the passing of a close friend and fellow teammate, James had changed his ways. He'd carried the label of murderer for a long time. He'd not killed Christopher with his own hands, but he'd allowed his temper to win, and the end result was Christopher's death. A number of higher-ups within PSI had demanded James be tried for murder. The director, General Jack C. Newman, had come to his rescue, refusing to permit James to be made a scapegoat for the system's failures. Newman had asked James to stay on and return to duty, but James had refused, needing time to clear his head. Time to pay for the wrongs he'd done.